This is Moms with Concussions, the podcast. Moms with Concussions experience unique challenges and a journey that can feel extremely isolating. The purpose of this podcast is to build a community of moms to share their stories and to feel seen and validated within others' experiences. We are in this together. You are not alone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Moms with Concussions. My name is Cynthia, and I am your host, as well as the creator of Moms with Concussions. The purpose of today's podcast is simply to talk about what this podcast will be, what to expect, as well as my why, and therefore I will be sharing my story. I am a concussion survivor, and I will be sharing a little bit about my journey with a concussion because healing from a concussion is extremely difficult and something that is quite misunderstood. On top of that, being a parent with a concussion is a whole different story. And so the purpose of this is to make you feel connected and less isolated in your experience because the best thing we could do is surround ourselves with people that have had similar journeys or can fully empathize or understand the experience because they've been through it themselves. That has hands down been the most helpful tool that I've had. And so first I'll just start by sharing my own story. Again, my name is Cynthia. I am 37 years old and two years ago, uh, in October, 2021, I was in a pretty severe car accident. Um, somebody had crossed completely into oncoming traffic and, um, you know, they believe, you know, they're not really sure what had happened. Um, but, uh, we'll just say that the person was not supposed to be driving and, um, that person crossed into oncoming traffic very quickly Um, on a very busy road and hit my side and then we spun out and hit a post. So it was quite severe. Um, I remember kind of coming to and not really realizing what had happened and trying to get out of the sunroof because, you know, my, my, my door was quite um, crunched in and the airbags had all gone off. And so we managed to get out of the car Um, you know, I didn't have any broken bones or I was able to get out of the car. (laughs) Luckily, we were quite lucky. We also had to pull my daughter out of the car. Um, and she was luckily okay. Minor scrapes and bruises. Um, also later diagnosed with a concussion. Um, and so that's where my concussion story began. I did not have major concussive symptoms right off the bat. And that's something that I think is really important because I thought to myself, well, you know, why didn't I feel this right away? And, you know, the reason is adrenaline, you know, often people don't actually feel the concussion symptoms. And this is, I mean, everybody's journey is so different. So that's, I think, number one, um, is not to compare journeys to anybody else because they are all so different. But, you know, my head obviously hurt. I felt kind of spacey. I was having trouble answering questions. Um, I, my back and neck were quite in a lot of pain, but I was also trying to hide it from my daughter who I was trying to calm down on the side of the road. So, um, and, and, you know, I didn't want to scare her any more than she was already, she was already scared. So, um, when we got to the hospital, I kind of said I was fine. Um, 
I think I knew that I wasn't, but, um, you know, as moms, often that's what we do, right? We keep going so that our kids are okay. And in that moment, that was what I needed to do as a mom and felt that I needed to do. Um, my symptoms really started the next day and then kept getting worse and worse. And within a few days, I was unable to, I mean, do anything, hold a conversation, no lights. I was dizzy. I was nauseous. Um, and I was confused because I had held a conversation the day before. So then you start having this self-doubt of like, is it me? Am I losing it? Um, one thing that I noticed, and I'll talk a little bit about my symptoms right now, because I think the most important part is, is being able to find your story within others because it, it, it makes you feel less alone. So trying to make my child's lunch, uh, my kid's lunch, um, both of them, I was just unable to do. I was like, how do I do this? <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing, um, to explain. Um, but I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't do technology. The back of my head was burning. There was burning. I was nauseous. I was dizzy. Um, I was unable to walk kind of in a straight line. I was off balance. It was more of like that feeling like you're on a train kind of feeling. And I'm a professional dancer as well. And, um, so, so balance is kind of my thing. Uh, and so that was quite scary, but one of the things was that I couldn't explain, like I couldn't explain something. So if my child asked, well, why I, I just didn't have the mental capacity and energy to explain to them why. And so that was really, really challenging because as a parent, we are constantly having to explain why, (laughs) um, to our children. So So, you know, then my reaction times became very slow. Um, So I was actually unable to drive for about three months because my eyes just couldn't adjust. Everything felt fast, like going into the car, everything felt like it was moving too quickly. You know, my sensitivity to light, my reaction time, um, going to the grocery store felt like a circus and I was having to really stop to process what it was that I was seeing. So I couldn't walk and look at something and understand what I was seeing. Um, I had a lot of trouble reading. So, so just everything I went from being able to do, you know, I, I was a teacher. I was in the classroom for 12 years. Um, and I was, I was a resource teacher at the time. Um, so I was special ed. Um, so I was helping students with special needs. I was doing a lot of meetings, a lot of legal things, meetings, paperwork, all those things, a lot of technology and computer. Um, I was off work for about um, six, seven months, went back, actually had to go back off because that didn't work. Um, I couldn't dance for a very long time and pushed really hard and worked really hard to get back to that because that's my, you know, happy place. Um, And then of course, parenting was very difficult. So um, that's a little bit about my journey it took a lot of, you know, it did take a lot of time. If you are early in this journey, I don't want it to, um, I, I don't want it to become discouraging. I remember at the beginning, I was like, okay, give me two weeks. I'll be good. Right. That's what t- concussions take. They take two weeks to get better. That's what everyone says. Right. And I remember a friend who was an RMT goes, oh man, give yourself a few months. And I thought a few months out of the studio and no way. Uh, 
However, there are stories where people do heal much faster. And I think if I had certain of the tool, if I had the tools that I have now, certainly my recovery would have been faster, right? But, but I didn't know. And, and I didn't know what to do. You talk to your doctors and it is, it is, there is such a misconception when it comes to concussions. So that's kind of what this podcast is for. It's one to give you hope because I am back to thriving. The journey has not been easy. I have had a lot of privilege that has provided me with support. However, a lot of it has come down to learning the tools that work for me. Um, A lot of it had to do with regulating my nervous system. And I'll be talking about this a lot in these podcasts. Um, One of the tools that I will give right now that was helpful for me, and I hope that I can say this legally, was something called the Concussion Fix. This is an online program that kind of teaches you everything off the bat. If I was in step one, (laughs) if I was day one, what would I do? I would call my doctor, of course, and I would join the Concussion Fix. And I have no affiliation to them, but this to me was important because the Concussion Fix is an online program that gives you like a... You just, you, you watch the videos um, and it's a full on training for people with concussions so that they can educate themselves and which becomes empowering. And the more you can understand about concussions and yourself and your own journey, the more you're going to be able to know which direction to take in terms of your healing and getting the right medical attention, things like that. So for me, just having the education was huge, was huge. Um, an important thing too would be having somebody in your family advocate for you. Um, if there's somebody in your family that can be in charge of researching concussions and knowing how to support you and then sharing this with family members, coming to your doctor's appointments with you, joining the concussion fix with you and you guys watching the videos together, somebody who can understand it takes one person Um, because you having to explain your symptoms and explain all that to somebody is a lot of work. (laughs) And so my suggestion would be to have a concussion buddy, a partner who is going to support you and really try and understand. And this can be your partner. Um, It can be a parent. Mine was my mom. Um, I'm a single mom. So that was important. And they were very helpful in terms of my kids. I think another thing to know is that everybody's concussion journey is so different. It's so different. So something I would really encourage is for us to not compare ourselves to anybody. And to honor your own journey. It is very difficult it is something that is not seen. So it's hard for others to understand. But finding those people and knowing that you are not alone, you are not crazy, you are not creating your pain, you are doing your best with something that is quite misunderstood. 
but with that being said, there is hope. You do have so many things that you can do to start healing now. And the first thing to do would be to find a community. Because being seen in your experience and knowing that you're not alone is one of the biggest parts. So that's what we're here for. So what is my why? Going through my concussion journey as a mother, I realized that there are so many aspects of motherhood that become so much more difficult. Momming is already not an easy journey. It's the most beautiful journey, but it's not easy. Um, doing that with a concussion comes with a whole list of challenges. And it's validating that for yourself, knowing that you're not alone. And that's why I want this podcast to be available because I think that there are so many resources and little tools and tricks that we can use and share with each other to then make this experience as a mother trying to go through a concussion so much easier. And of course, you could be a parent, a father, however you identify listening to this, absolutely. My experience was as a single mother. And and so, so talking about this as a mom is where I'm, I'm coming from in terms of my experience. But this is certainly helpful for any parent. So know that you are not alone. I'm so glad to have connected and I'm sorry that we have connected because I know it's not easy, but you are not alone. And that is the takeaway from here. And I hope that this concussion podcast is helpful for you. And this is only a chapter in your book. There is hope. I do promise you that.